There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome into another edition of the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. I'm your host, Tim McKernan, for another edition of Pick 6 here on the Inside STL Podcast Network. Producer Joe is on the Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies phone lines. Hello, Producer Joe. Good afternoon. Hello again, everybody. And next to me in the HomeLoanExpert.com studios is G-Unit. What's up, G-Unit? G-Unit! G-Unit is still uh, proud, despite the fact that last week you went winless. Tough week. (laughs) Tough week, Tim. And and I knew it was coming when I heard you from Vegas talking all that uh, touting of my pick. I feel like you're blaming me for your inefficiency. (laughs) I mean, I I just, as soon as it started coming out of your mouth, I'm like, oh, fuck. I mean, this is is going to get bad. Is this going to go bad? You went with Texas Tech plus three and a half. They lost to West Virginia, South Carolina plus one. I was on Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky shipped them. BYU plus 17 and a half against Washington. They got shipped. The Colts minus two against the Texans. You had a sweat there as that went to overtime. Uh, And the Buccaneers against the Bears. And that one really didn't give you much of a sweat after about three minutes. And then your push was your lock of the week. The Raiders, who did win by three, but that was the number against the Browns. Producer Joe... Went three and three. Uh, he was on Syracuse against Clemson. That was almost the upset of the week straight up. He had the over on Georgia State. There's always a Georgia, Georgia State, or Georgia Tech play, or Atlanta Falcons, or Baltimore Orioles, or soccer play. Every week, you can count on it. If there's not this week, I'll stand down, and maybe you'll put switch right stand now. Down. <laughs> there's no way. Tennessee plus 30 and a half was a win against Georgia. Penn State, Ohio State over. I was on with you. That lost. And you were on the under of South Carolina, Kentucky. I like that play. And that covered your lock. Uh, Texas minus eight and a half did not cover. Despite, like my lock of Penn State, Ohio State over. I'm still surprised by that one. I would bet that again. Arkansas plus 20 and a half. I hit. Kentucky minus one. I hit. Texas Tech, West Virginia over. I hit. Texans Colts over of 47. I hit. And then Gangster Pete sent me a spreadsheet. Or no, it was Joe who sent the spreadsheet with the updates. And he gave me the Buccaneers and Bears over of 39. And I'm like, oh, sweet. I went 5-1. and one. I thought I had the Seahawks and Cardinals over because I remember it was at 36 when I made the pick. And then Gangster Pete, as I'm in Las Vegas, chimes in and goes, no, it went up to 39. And I'm thinking to myself, my God, that's a huge, huge increase. That's not just like a half point or a point. That's three points, but I was on the phone in Las Vegas and just knocking this thing out and didn't feel like going back. I'm not sure I would have gone back anyway, but unfortunately, Producer Joe, your spreadsheet was not correct, and the correct game was the Arizona-Seattle over, which did cover the number of 36, but did not cover the number of 39. And so, with all of that said, I went 4-2, and two, Joe went 3-3, three and three, G-Unit goes 0-5, oh and through oh five and one oh five and that's, one. That's correct. We're that not is, counting those ones though. Th- that's also correct. Uh, here are your standings. God, I really liked having that win for the Bears Buccaneers, even though I didn't pick it. 
uh, because it would have put me at 55%, which is the goal. But instead, I'm at 51.7% at 15 and 14. Producer Joe is at 14 and 16. And G-Unit is at 13 and 15. Producer Joe, I don't know how, how you guys do it. Uh, because when you combine you and G Unit, you are two and seven on your locks of the week. You're one and four. G Unit is one and three. I'm more confused by your mathematics that have me at fourteen and sixteen when I've got myself at fifteen. And well, you're going to have to have a conversation with Gangster yeah. P because you imagine I just sit down, the microphone goes on, and I go. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Fifteen and sixteen is correct. Joe's- fifteen and fifteen. Yeah, I had the Kentucky over. You had the under, right? Uh yeah. Yes, I did. Okay, so we both made mistakes on our spreadsheets. Let's go back and check the tape. I, I think Prod Joe's uh, sheet that he's proposed each week has had errors all over it. So wow, well, that's, that's wow, I, wow. Spoken like a that's true That's why I sent it to both of you. Uh, see, <laughs> now we're going with the bullshit with the loser. I sent it on oh Monday. Oh, my and God! Said, What's going on in this pick six? <laughs> that's, that's why I sent it and said, make sure this is correct. You did, say, actually, that. I I, you I did say that, and I thought it was I odd did. that you weren't sure if it was correct. And then, sure enough, you were right, and I was the one who was on the short end of the stick. But, hell, I did pick the game. I picked the wrong fucking game. You know? I mean, what am I going to do? I can bitch about it, but there's nothing wrong. I, I, I picked the wrong game. I don't know if I would have stuck with that thing. I mean, here's where it gets down to. I had a guy. He said, hey, everybody's getting on this uh, Arizona-Seattle over. And I'm thinking to myself, how in the hell is Arizona going to score a bunch of points? You know, with Sammy Checkdown or Josh Rosen, it doesn't matter. But I'm like, all right, if that's where it's coming from, I'll go with it. Uh, and then that's, 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 that played out lovely. I was all over Penn state, Ohio state. I got nobody to blame on that one, but myself. And either way, if I do take a guy's advice and I lose, it's on me to, cause I'm the one that did it. But bottom line is this, I'm in first place and I am the best. Hey, Ryan Kelly is also the best. He's online at the home He is our studio sponsors of this podcast every Sunday night, a new interview and coming this week. Uh, this one's going to get a lot of attention. I sat down with the Cardinal Chairman Bill DeWitt Jr. He came into the HomeLoanExpert.com studios, which is really saying something, kind of taking a step back that he would do that. Uh, and uh, it speaks uh, to the credibility of the program and the work of Gangster Pete and Iggy to get him here. Uh, so we're very grateful for his time, and that's the interview that's coming up here in a couple of days. You're going to want to hear this because I'd like to think a lot of the questions that the audience has about the Cardinals, I ask. Now, I think a lot of people especially not TMA listeners and not Tim McKernan show listeners, not regular <laughs> listeners, I should say. Uh, they're, they're a little more banty. They're the ones who like post on social media with dog avatars or post in comment sections uh, and like have flags next to their names and, and scripture posts, but yet act completely anti the way the scripture reads. Those people are going to be listening to this and get angry that I didn't like yell at Bill DeWitt. Uh, but I ask him the questions specifically. I, we even talk about uh, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado And so that's coming up this Sunday. Uh, It's all in uh, every Sunday night with interviews. Darren Pang, the guest this week, Bill DeWitt Jr., the chairman of the Cardinals, coming up on Sunday. And then we have questions from the audience every Wednesday. And this wonderful podcast, Pick 6 with producer Joe and G-Unit. Without Ryan Kelly, I tell you this right now, it goes away. So you'd be like, oh, Tim, what happened to the podcast? I go, well, we lost money, and I couldn't keep losing money, so we ended it. That is the way it works. So... Support the sponsors. Ryan Kelly has been on board from the very beginning. He's online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Whether you're buying a home, whether you're refinancing a home, that's the person you want to do business with. Last week, we did not have a Missouri game to pick, which I think works to my advantage. I always find those to be tough, and I'm right there again this week. Uh, As the leader in the clubhouse and the winner of last week, I get to go first. 
The last time I looked, Missouri, South Carolina, Gangster Pete was a pick 'em. Is that still the way it is as we record? We got the Tigers plus one. Tigers plus one. I have been advised to take South Carolina. And the person who has advised me is going along at around an 80% clip with what he sends me, which is very advantageous. It's very advantageous. But I got to tell you something. To me, the variable on Missouri is the health of Emmanuel Hall. I'm stunned that Missouri only lost by 14. Was that what it was, Joe? Because I felt like they covered by a half point. I know you had Georgia. Whatever yeah. it was. They only lost 100%. by 14. 100%. 14 points. Okay, so I'm stunned that they were that close to Georgia considering how poorly they played and that Emmanuel Hall was essentially a decoy out there. He's targeted two times, no catch. I don't know how healthy he is. The, in a way, it screams trap because South Carolina looked so bad last week. They got hammered at home by Georgia uh, earlier in the year. I just don't know what Emmanuel Hall is, so I feel like it's like picking the Wyoming game in week two because if it was raining, we were on Wyoming. If it doesn't rain, we're on Missouri, and so I bet that it would rain, and then therefore it would be a closer game, and then it didn't rain, and Missouri covered. If I would have known it wasn't going to rain, I would have taken Missouri. So you lose that one. On this one, I see that they're saying Emmanuel Hall is healthy, but at the same time, are they going to say he's not? So it's a tough spot, and I hate I hate that I'm in this purgatory and that I have to pick the game, but those are the rules. We're picking Missouri anytime they're playing. So I'm going to go against my advisor, who is going on an 80% clip, and I'm going to take Missouri plus one. But I will say this, not that anybody's running with me as it is at 15 and 14, but I am certainly lacking confidence one way or the other. I'll take Missouri plus one. Uh, Producer Joe, you're up next. Uh, I don't have the doubts that you do. I don't think South Carolina is any good. And so when I saw it this morning at plus one, and it shifted quite a bit, I believe, over the course of the week. There's been a couple of different line swings to the point that Missouri was favored at one point yesterday, I believe. Um, and that made more sense to me than the fact that now that it's back to plus one, that I feel all right with Missouri. I think the extra week off in between the Georgia game and this game kind of puts some distance between that loss. And in reality, the loss against Georgia, the 14 points, Missouri made a whole bunch of mistakes in that game. That George ends up capitalizing on by giving the ball away. I think those are correctable type mistakes. Um, that I don't think South Carolina is very good. I don't think Missouri's great, but I think they're better than the Cox and going on the road. And there is a little bit of that Purdue loss last year and South Carolina loss last year that there is a little bit to be made up for this year. So I will take Mizzou getting the point. G unit, South Carolina. Wow! 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 I, and I think that this has a recipe to be a bloodbath. I, wow and wow and wow. <laughs> you think South Carolina is going to beat the hell out of Missouri? Well, I think it, I think that they could. Uh, I mean, the teams that respond, it, it could go either way. I mean, that's kind of a stupid thing to say on a, on a on a You're going to be gone after that 0-5 and, and that kind of oh, shit. Oh, my God. No, I, I mean, you got a team that's got to respond to, to kind of an embarrassing situation in, in Kentucky last week. So, I think they're either going to come out and lay an egg, and Mizzou is going to is going to beat the shit out of them, or I think that it's going to be a blowout the other way. Um, Mizzou seems to me, and I I I would bet that the season as it plays out shows this that they are a team that plays really differently on the road. I would uh, make a bet, so I think they get beaten, and it's pretty bad. Wow, wow, wow! You're on South Carolina with passion, G unit. How about that? What do you think about that, producer Joe? Since you guys have this tension, I'll just stir the pot. I don't agree with him. That that he's going to say that Missouri is the team that you know 
yes, they've only had one road game so far this year. They won at Purdue. I mean, take it with a grain of salt, but they still won. The game was closer than it should have been. Um, but I, uh, I, I, I feel as though he is lacking any actual evidence to show that Missouri is going to be a terrible road team. And it, you can't point to next week and say, well, look, they got the shit kicked out of them by Alabama because everybody's going to get the shit kicked out of them by Alabama until the SEC championship game. Which I would agree with. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know who's going to be. Oh, playing. there's no question. I mean, and Mizzou did play great against Georgia. I mean, and I think the extra you, you, I, Mizzou played great against Georgia. I, I mean, as far as you take away those those special teams mistakes, and, and well, I mean, they had a wide receiver run. I mean, with 30 yards, nobody on him. They they turned the ball over left and right. Drew it, Locke wasn't particularly good. If you take, I mean, they could have won the game if you take away a few big plays that they gave up. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. If, if you just go with 55 minutes, I mean, they, they played w- with Georgia, but that was at I home. know, which is which is the thing that's so st- strange, the b- fact that they covered. If you would have told me those statistics going into the game, that they would have that many turnovers uh, and, and play like Locke did, and Emmanuel Hall would have zero catches, I'd go, oh, my God, probably 40-point loss. So that's the thing that I don't understand about it. Uh, I am hopeful that they are good. I am hopeful that somehow they can they can – uh, have an eight or nine win season, but I'm looking at the way things are kind of shaking out, and um, I'm I'm this one this one will say quite a bit, uh, as will the Kentucky one. That's for certain. All right, uh, all right. I guess I'm the one that's leading off this week. So here's what I've got: my four picks outside of the Missouri game and my lock. I am on the over on a Friday night game. I like overs on Friday night. Producer Joe, I'm surprised you're not making a play on this one because it involves a team from Georgia. I'm on the over of yes. G- Georgia Tech in Louisville of 57 and a half. Gangster Pete, confirm that that is the number. Sorry, we got 59. God bless America. That's G-Unit. some movement. Wow, that's movement. The sharps are with you. Uh, you may want to rethink that. I don't know. It's a little bit, uh, a little bit early. It's a in the point week. and a half. I got burned by Gangster Pete last week. I'll stick with the over on that. Now I got to enter in 59. That's success. Uh, Chargers Raiders over of 53. I am on that. I am on the Sea Pigeons plus seven against the Rams. That one might be up to seven and a half, uh, Gangster Pete. Uh, so it would benefit me. I can't imagine it's gone lower, but anytime I check in with you, it seems to fuck me over. So I will, uh, let you, uh, uh we got seven. All right. It's, it's holding steady at seven. And the over on the Chiefs Jaguars of 49 and a half. While the Jaguars offense is not wonderful, they usually have one receiver have a big day. Uh, it's kind of, you got to figure out which one it's going to be for your DraftKings purposes. Last week it was D.D. Westbrook. And I just don't think, I think, I think their offense actually might be better with T.J. Yeldon than it is with Fournette because he provides the option for uh, pass catching back. So I think they will score some points. And I am on the Chiefs. 49 and a half. We got over. that at 49. Line change in your favor. All right. So my plays are over Georgia Tech, Louisville, 59. Uh, Chargers, Raiders over 53. Seahawks plus seven against the Rams. And Chiefs, Jaguars over a 49. Producer- Raiders, Chargers, 52 and a half. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-
uh, in that game, and yep, still didn't manage to cover. Next up, we I'm going to ride sixty-one and a half on that. Oh, we got hold on. We have a correction. We have a correction. What do you have? Sixty-one and a half. That's what I had. Sixty-one and a half. Did I say something you, else? You were sorry. right. Sixty-one and a half. What's okay. going on right now? Uh, next What's going up, on? I thought I heard. I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. You're doing uh, great. Next up, I've got. I'm going to lay four points. They are facing an abysmal pit team that has now lost 51 to three and a half. To Penn State 45. It's a three and a half. Even better. I don't even need all four points. Uh, I will take. I will take Syracuse. Uh, the one game that they've lost that they kept close was against UNC, and Syracuse is better than uh, that UNC team. Next up, a game that I feel is kind of a steal, and it almost makes me worry about it. Mississippi State's lost their last two games inside the SEC. They've scored a total of 13 points against Kentucky and Florida, and now they get to play against Auburn. I will lay the four and a half with Auburn. And then finally, um, possibly the worst team in the SEC that I've seen in a long, long time. Uh, Arkansas gets to play against Alabama, and I will gladly lay the 35 points there with uh, Roll Tide. Yeah, I was thinking about that one. I was thinking about that one. I mean, Arkansas is and awful, week, and Alabama is so good. I will I will even preview a pick for next week. I don't care what the line is. As long as somebody doesn't you know die midweek, I will take Ole Miss right now against Arkansas next week. On top of Arkansas being terrible, then they have to go play a week after playing against Alabama, and that doesn't end up doing too well for teams. So there's just a preview of a pick for next week. Oh, wow, we got a preview of the pick. All right, Producer Joe's picks are in G-Unit. Uh, what you got? Uh, Oakland plus five at the Chargers. Kind of like that over pick, too, but it, well, I'll just go with Oakland. Right. I think that's going to be the team I keep going back to uh, every week this year and in, in losing the majority of the, those bets. But I, 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 I like the direction Oakland is going. So Oakland plus five. Dallas plus three and a half at the Texans. Uh, I just like the uh, the underdog in, in this Texas rivalry. And I, I think this is probably going to be a low-scoring game, so so we'll take it at uh, three and a half. And all, all these other picks that I have, I, I, I'm just kind of picking out of a long list. Well, you love a lot of games. Well, I, I like a lot of games. I don't love anything. That's the thing. That's good, because when you've loved before, we haven't had good results. Yeah, well, we've loved and lost. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll save the, the triple-double lock for, uh, for next week. Yeah. So, so that uh, I'm going to say Miami Dolphins plus five and a half at Cincinnati. I was looking at that one, too. I saw it at six. I don't. Here's the thing. We've kind of talked a little bit about the Bengals on this. I kind of buy into the Bengals. And I think that this line is based on the Dolphins, people having doubts and then feeling like those doubts were confirmed by the shipping they received in Foxborough. So I feel like that line is high. I think that's right. And I think it opened up at six and a half. Yeah. So it's, I think it's everyone down. else is picking yeah. up on, on what you're picking up on. I don't know. I, I think if the, if they play, if they're playing at a neutral field, what do you think? I mean, it's, uh, I think it, it might be a pick em. So why, why would you give, why would you give the uh, Bengals five and a half points for home field? I, and that, that's what I'm thinking. Mm. But maybe it wouldn't be a pick. Maybe I, I'm maybe I'm giving I, the Dolphins I, I, too I mean, much I think, credit. I think the Bengals are legitimately good, which is kind of an oxymoron because they're like a punchline for so long. But I think they're legitimately good. But I don't know about giving up close to a touchdown. You know. Yeah, so I'm I'm going with Miami on that, and then uh, so how many is that, gangster? That's uh, you have you already are on South Carolina. You have the Raiders plus five, the Cowboys plus three and a half, the Dolphins plus five and a half, and then I'm going to take the Eagles and Vikings over at forty six. 
you know, I really kind of like Minnesota in this game, but they, they, I read too many things about uh, a possible blowout uh, on the Eagles' side. So I'm just going to go with the over because I think there's going to be a lot of points. It's kind of a revenge game from that um, from that blowout last year in the in the NFC Championship. Uh, but I like I like this to be like kind of a 31 to 28 game. All right, there it is. Over on the Eagles and Vikings at 46. G units picks her in. Before I go to my lock of the week, let me make this suggestion as a lock. Now I don't know about you, but I screwed up my money management, my 20s and my 30s, and candidly, I'm a little embarrassed by it because it's not like I didn't have people making suggestions. But it became a whole thing to do all sorts of paperwork. And if we're talking about retirement, you feel like in your 20s, that's 300 years away. Then all of a sudden you get in your 40s and you're like, what was I doing? That's how I feel. Could have been paying off my condo. I could have been saving money. Could have been investing. Well, let me give you an example. I met with a guy last year and he said, what are you doing putting your money in savings? And I said, I don't know. I thought that's what you're supposed to do. He said, well, maybe that's what you're supposed to do when you're 10, but not when you're 40. You need someone who can help you figure this out but not somebody that's going to make you fill out all sorts of forms just to get started and take forever to get you pointed in the right direction. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies is the guy. He can help you figure out all this in a way that makes it easy for you. I have met with him, and I am really impressed by him. His number is 314-889-0503. 314-889-0503. Check him out at evergreenstl.com. His name is Mark Hanna. He opens up his iPad, shows you the numbers, enters in your numbers, and then now you have it organized, which is most important, and then a plan to point you in the right direction. Mark Hanna, 314-889-0503. Check him out online at evergreenstl.com. All right, it's time for Locks of the Week. And my lock this week, I'm going to the Big Ten. I'm going obscure. I'm going the Minnesota Golden Gophers plus seven at home against the Hawkeyes of Iowa. Hello again, everybody. I bet nobody saw that coming, but don't worry. It's still going to pay like you saw it coming all over your chest. Uh, Producer (laughs) Joe, what do you think? You know, when you said you were going obscure and going Big Ten, I thought you were going to pick up the five points that Rutgers is laying to Illinois, and uh, I was almost going to agree with you there. I had no idea about Minnesota Golden (laughs) Gophers, but... It's not even going to give you a sweat. I will will go off the beaten path, non-power five. I am looking at an over of 78 points between UConn and Memphis. Now you're saying, ah, Randy Edsel and UConn, what's going on there? No one's saying that because no one knows who coaches UConn. (laughs) 56, 62, 49, 51, and 49. Those are the points they've given up this year. Oh, and Memphis likes to score as well. The one game that UConn has managed to win, they gave up 49 to Rhode Island. I feel very, very comfortable in laying 78 points in a game that no one will watch. How about that? Producer Joe, high on an over. Uh, G-Unit, this is a big moment for you because the over the, the locks have, have been uh, weaknesses, and I know you'd like to restore order. Uh, you're one and three on the lock so far. Producer Joe is one on one and four. If anything, if we keep this pattern up, it could be a lock just to fade you guys in your locks. And, and in that sense, it does give value. Where are you this week? I would imagine you're in the NFL. That's where you reside. You know, I'm on college. Wow. And it, it, unbelievable that I just looked at this line and my lock moved to uh, on a very important half point. Because uh, I really liked this game but before. And it's Arizona State plus two and a half at Colorado. 
Now, it was plus three, so it's probably going to go back to plus three as soon as we get out of the studio here. That's, we move lines on this program. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I just have bad luck. But but I love Herm Edwards coaching this team. He, he seems uh, like a coach that likes to cover spreads to me. And he's a leader of men, you know. I mean, he's. Well, I mean, in this case, uh, he would he would like to win, I would imagine. I think so he will win. Points. All right. And that's so why that's straight up. That's why the two and a half. Oh, yeah. I, I think this is a good money line bet. But, uh, but yeah, two and a half at Colorado. Colorado, the four and oh. And who have they beaten? This Nebraska win that they barely yeah, eked out. That, that really looks nice right now, right? Boy, and, am I, I, I've suffered a couple losses at the hands of Nebraska this year. That's for sure. I'm off that train. Um, all right. Uh, it is Arizona State plus two and a half. Producer Joe is on the over of Memphis and UConn. And I am on Minnesota plus seven against Iowa. The picks are in. It is now your chance to make your picks. Do you stay with us? Do you fade us? Really, when it gets down to us, we're all just hovering around 500. I mean, in every capacity, the only number that's kind of distinct is producer Joe one and four on the locks and uh, G unit one and three on the locks. Uh, there's there's nothing of, of real note. Everybody's right around 500 overall. I'd love to see somebody get on a heater. I thought I was getting on that heater last week, uh, but four and two, we can't call that a heater. G unit, we thought you were getting on a heater. We called attention to it, and then you went over. So. Uh, maybe this is the week when people fade you. They zig, you zag. That's your move. I'd be careful fading me this week. <laughs> I would <laughs> be <confidence>. careful. <laughs> uh, there he is, G-Unit. Producer Joe, thank you so much. Bye. There he is. Thank you to our sponsors, Ryan Kelly, the title sponsor of our studios. Thank you to Mark Hanna, the sponsor of the Producer Joe phone lines. Thank you to James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency at 314-961-4800 and online at carltoninsurance.net. I have been talking about James Carlton for a year, but here's the thing that I want to drive home today. He's going to save you money. And I think a lot of people go, oh, I don't need to hear about an insurance agent. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But you're going to get attention from this insurance agent that you're not going to get from others. And on top of that... You're going to save money. So if your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm, 314-961-4800, or go online at carltoninsurance.net. Let him know that the Tim McKernan sent you his way. He is James Carlton. If you see the Google and Facebook reviews, people love working with him. And, And now that I'm working with him, I can tell you firsthand, I get the whole deal. When I first met him, and he's like, yeah, check out the Google and Facebook reviews. And I'm thinking, okay, I mean, how excited can people really get about making an insurance purchase? But they appreciate the service, and I get it, and that he saves money. So it's James Carlton, 314-961-4800 online at carltoninsurance.net. James Carlton, State Farm Insurance, right in Webster Groves. Also sponsoring the podcast, the great Tom Schmidt of Salt and Smoke. Uh, And I think a lot of people understandably go, well, I mean, hey, you know, when I think of Salt and Smoke, I think of rolling into the U-City location or the new location on Hampton, and that's fine. But guess what? For us, when we had our son's first birthday party and had a bunch of people over, there was one place we were going, and that was Salt and Smoke. But we weren't going to pick it up. They cater. Salt and Smoke's your caterer for any style party at any location. Salt and Smoke can bring a team to cater at your home or at a fancy venue, and they have private event spaces at their Hampton location. Or... If you have a simple office luncheon, they can deliver and bring all the fixings needed for an effortless meal. They can provide everything from linens to whole hog roast to full-service bar. It's more information at saltandsmokestl.com. The best brisket you're going to find, salt and smoke. Have them cater your party. You'll be happy you did. And Johnny Landoff Chevrolet 
at I-270 in the Washington Elizabeth Exit online at Blondoff.com 24-7, 365. For new, for pre-owned, and for service, it's all at Johnny Landoff Chevrolet. Chevy, find new roads. Enjoyed doing the segment. Looking forward to the results even more. It's pick six here on the Tim McKernan Show, the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios.